0: what's good everybody the washington wizards are in the process of maybe potentially moving over to the commonwealth of virginia so we were definitely going to talk about that jordan pulled to the chicago bears or the bulls excuse me um intriguing trade especially for our first round pick so we're going to definitely talk about that and then we're going to show looking at a preview for tomorrow night's preview of the new orleans pelicans game in dc so rock with your boys next on locked on wizards You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Brennan Scott, again, and I'm here with my boy, the Real Ed. Oliver. And definitely, we definitely appreciate you guys making Locked On Wizards your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. And tonight's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On NBA for $20 off your first purchase. So we got a lot to talk about tonight. Um, Potential move to the Commonwealth of Virginia for the Washington Wizards and the Washington Capitals. Jordan Poole to the Bulls, not the Bears, that is, but the, the Chicago Bulls for a potential first-round pick. And we're going to end the show with a preview for tomorrow night's game against the New Orleans Pelicans. So let's get into an E hot topic right now, not only in the regional news, but in the, in the nation's news, man. Um, looking at the specifics real quick, uh, Miami Sports and Washington Wizards owner, Ted has plans to join Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin and Alexandria, Virginia, News conference on Wednesday to unveil plans for a proposed new arena complex and entertainment district for the Wizards and the National Hockey League's Washington Capitals. So, um, but looking at this deal, E um, sources say DC is still in the running. But as we all know, anybody from the DMV knows that there's a lot of money in Northern Virginia. And if you look at the fact that Ted Leonsis did ask the DC City Council for six hundred million dollars to refurbish the Capital One Center or Arena that is, um, what is the percentage of a chance that you see the Washington Wizards moving to the Commonwealth of Virginia? And what factors do you think really led to this even being a possibility?
1: Yeah, I, I do think there's a strong chance. Um, of course, there's a lot of news reports now. Now, Woj has tweeted about it, he tweeted about it about an hour ago. Um, he says, Monumental Sports in Washington Wizards owner Ted Leon's plan to join Virginia governor. Glenn Youngkin in Atlanta, Alexandria, Virginia, for a news conference on Wednesday to unveil plans for a proposed new arena complex and entertainment district for Wizards and in NHL's capital. So now Woj is on it. He's reporting it. So um, also uh, somebody named Tom Sherwood tweeted out goodbye, Caps, and Wizards deal with Virginia being announced tomorrow morning at Potomac Yards where celebratory announcement tents are being prepared now. A significant blow to D.C. and it's ailing downtown. Sad part is it could have been avoided if the city had acted. That's what Tom Sherwood uh, tweeted out. Now, Tom Sherwood, he is an analyst on 88.5 radio, Washington City paper. So uh, he has about 29.5 followers on Twitter as well. So we'll see if he's telling the truth or not tomorrow. I don't know if they're going to be out there cutting down a ribbon and announcing that they're moving to Virginia. We'll see if how true that is. But. It seems like I mean, there's some traction to this for sure. There's some legs to it. I mean, if they're doing all this, they're not wasting their time to do this now. Mariel Bowser, she's putting in a proposal. Uh, from what I've, from what I'm reading and um, hearing over the summer, she submitted a stronger proposal to keep them in D.C. Uh, we know how the city is kind of it's going downhill as far as there's a lot of crime. The crime yeah. is going up. You know, young teens stealing cars left and right. Um, even Brian Robinson, a commander, he got shot. You know. From a carjacking, yeah. uh, the McDonald's and gallery place got closed because there's so much, uh, illegal, you know, you know, drug use and just crime, except a whole bunch of stuff going on. The McDonald's got closed down, that was a bad sign because you know, McDonald's is always making money to the point where they close that down uh, right on the corner of gallery place. So, yeah, um, if they leave DC, if they leave gallery place where a Poland, you know, you got, you got a street named after them, you know, the, the team moved their MCI Center just it revitalized that part of the city. So to see the stadium just leave or the teams leave and it just be a fair stadium, the town, that part of gallery place is going to get worse and worse. And a lot yeah. of jobs are going to go down. Restaurants, revenue, a lot of revenue is going to go down if the team leaves, which would be unfortunate for the city of DC in that part, for sure. Uh, Virginia, that part Potomac Yards, I'm not too familiar with it. I'm a Maryland and DC guy. I don't really move to the parts of Virginia. I know you're a Virginia guy. So, uh, we know it's super expensive, but we know Ted is asking for six hundred million dollars to renovate the stadium and upgrade it. Yes, the stadium does need upgrades. It's been there since nineteen ninety seven. It's not a bad stadium, but you know it's been there for a while. He's trying to upgrade yeah. it, which I understand as an owner. That's what you're supposed to do. So, um, yeah, it would be unfortunate. Nobody. The ideal thing is to have the team in the city that they're playing in. Of course, a lot of teams like the Giants are in New Jersey. There's a lot of teams that are not in the actual city. Of course, the the Commanders are in Maryland. They're not. They're the Washington Commanders, but they're in Landover, Maryland, facilities in yeah. Virginia. But, um, yeah, it would be unfortunate. The traffic is is, is the traffic's not great in D.C., but the traffic would be worse in that part of Virginia for sure. The traffic is, is just it's is just tough in Northern Virginia for sure. So, yeah, it would be unfortunate. It would be a, a tougher commute for some people, uh, probably an easier commute for you. But, you know, Ted, you know, he he. it sounds like he really wants to move the team. Or this could be a negotiating tactic where he wants – a bigger deal from Bowser in D.C. Now, Bowser, she really is adamant about getting the commanders to D.C. and RFK, so he may be like, hey, I want you to show that same energy for me and the, and the Wizards and really put up some money for the Wizards, you know, to stay there. So we'll see what happens tomorrow, man. A big announcement tomorrow. I'm, I'm intrigued to see what happens.
0: Yeah, um, I'll be totally honest, man, and I'm going to look at everything through the lens of through sports. I'm not – there's obviously not a political outlet, so I'm over frame. From the politics side of it, but looking at it, I'm not surprised, man. And it's unfortunate because I I truly believe that it was avoidable. Um, Virginia cat, country boy from Virginia, um from North Virginia. Man, the first taste I got of DC, man, I was hooked. I've been a DC guy since growing up, man. I love the city, I love everything about DC. I love the culture. I'm a DC guy, man. Um, but looking at this, we know what the position the city's in right now. You know, we know that crime right now is up. <laughs> Is it is at a twenty five year high right now? Um, murder, carjackings, the whole nine, robbery. Um, these are issues that we're facing in the district. Um, for you viewers and listeners who are from DC, you know exactly. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and then on the flip side, man, on the Virginia side, look, Northern Virginia, man, the last thirty years is the fastest growing area in the country, and I believe now is Charlotte, North Carolina. But you know, the, the sports side now is leaking into the political side because now. You know you got teams that are threatening to leave and if you look at the dynamics of the area where they're trying to go potomac um it is man it's high price i mean I, i'm from virginia but i don't go into northern northern virginia too much because it's just it's a very very high priced area but i'm not surprised man because you you mentioned the e um we I mean you have gone to many wizards games and and we both grew up in the area and you know the area is synonymous with poverty is is synonymous with you know you, I mean let's be real, you very well could see a bum and a crackhead on the way into the arena. I mean, <laughs> that's real talk. I mean, it's just it is sad because you know, we were talking about um about it before the show, man. Whereas downtown is usually your money spot when any major city that's supposed to be the if anywhere in the city is nice, is downtown, or I guess rather uptown in this example because it'd be northwest, but you know, the center of the city is where you see you know, where a lot of money is made for a lot of cities and you just don't see it with D.C. So I'm not surprised, man. Now, I do believe, I'm. now I, I do believe there's a very strong possibility they go to Virginia, but you're righty. E, I think that, I was thinking this also that this could be a ploy by Ted, Ted Leon says to get that $600 million to refurbish the Capital One Center. But here's the thing, man, you know, um, it's like putting lipstick on a pig. Even if you get that $600 million, man, if you don't invest in the surrounding area, I mean, it's it's all for nothing because you still have to go through that area to go to the arena. And people, let's be real. Like I said, I love DC, man, but let's be totally 100 here, man. Somebody who's trying to take their kids to a Wizards game is not going to be willing to do that if there's fear that they might get carjacked or somebody's going to take a pot shot at them. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, like, these are issues that has to be addressed for this team to stay here because now we're shifting outside of sports. You know, it has a lot to do with a lot of factors. And like I said, I'm not going to get into that, but It's a very real possibility. And I think that this should be a wake-up call to D.C. City Council and the D.C. local government and say, look, teams are being real. We will leave if you do not put money into the areas, man, because, again, if you look at FedEx Field, you know there's apartment buildings outside of FedEx Field, but outside of that, not much money has really been put into that area. And I know you're you're a PG County guy, man, so you know the area around um, FedEx, man. So I think that with a Capital One, and I know with uh, FedEx, man, they need to put some money into there, man. They really do. They got to really put some money into keeping these teams in D.C. Because, like you said, there's a lot of examples. NBA, Detroit Pistons technically do not play in Detroit. They play in Auburn Hills, which is a you know suburb of Detroit. So it's a possibility. And so I, I hope this is a wake-up call because it's really disparaging to see a Washington team playing in another state. I firmly want the commanders to be back in D.C., Look, Merlin has the Baltimore Ravens. Let them have the Ravens. You know, it's time for D.C.'s football team to come back home. And with the Wizards and the and the Capitals, man, this is that would be a major blow. It really was because there's a lot of history here, especially looking at the the former owner. Um, it would be a blow. But it's a very, very real possibility, man. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and uh, another interesting part is that they did um, – they made the deal with um, Qatar. They made that deal over the offseason. season. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see what what happens with that. Um, But, yeah, and and Muriel Bowser, for the people that don't know, who are not from the area, you know, she is the mayor of D.C. So, you know, she's been very adamant about the commanders coming to D.C. So, you know, we, you know, she definitely has to show that urgency with making a deal for the Wizards to stay in D.C. Personally, and it's not just the Wizards, too, the Capitals. You know, Capitals fans are going to be affected as well. You know, so I know there's there's a lot of Cavs fans in Virginia, for sure. But, you know, do people want to make that commute? Out to uh, was Potomac Yards or, or Crystal yeah. City, um, that part of Northern Virginia. No, I know it's not super far from where the stadium is right now. I got to look it up and kind of see because I, I haven't even. I, I don't really go to Potomac Yards like that at all. So, how how far is it from from the stadium right now?
0: Um, on a good day with traffic, it's probably a thirty minute drive. Just because you got to go across, minutes, across yeah. the bridges, you got to go across right, yeah. Um, yeah. Anacostia. So, um. Yeah. But, I mean, you're right there on Constitution. If you're coming over from um, Alexandria Arlington, you go across Constitution in the D.C., you're right around the corner for Capital One. So will it really impact people getting to the games, per se? Not, not really, because there will still be um, Metro access, which is the key factor. You know, mm-hmm. as long as you have Metro access, it's money. But um, it's just, you know, I think from a historical standpoint, it's just this illuminates issues that they have in the city, man. And, and, and you know, and it's sad because – to see your pro teams leave, man, it's just, it's not a good sign. And like I said, from a guy who has been in love with DC my whole life, man, I don't personally want to see the Wizards and the Caps leave, but you know, money talks and (laughs) there's a lot of money in Northern Virginia, man. Let me tell you. And there's a very real possibility in my opinion. So. Mm -hmm.
1: So yeah, it would actually, it would add another 30 minutes and more traffic, which, you know, it's already a nice commute, a nice long commute for people already. So you don't want to add on more time to it for sure. So, you know, we'll see tomorrow. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens, man, because I know <laughs> it's going to be an uproar, man. People are going to go crazy if this really does happen. And nothing may happen tomorrow. But, you know, as somebody said, uh, uh, the, the Tom Sherwood reported that there are tents being set up. So something sounds like something is in the air, like something is going to happen tomorrow
0: yeah i mean before we roll man um and rolling to another subject man um shout out to rick steiner man rick steiner's washington um mm-hmm. youtube channel he uh he said that there was a previously a deal with when jack king cook was owner of the mm-hmm. at can, the former name of uh, the commanders but um and that they were this close to moving to virginia at one point and mm-hmm. the deal didn't go through in um dc came through at the last minute so it's not a hundred percent yeah but like i said um I hope this experience really shines light on what needs to happen in D.C., man. So D.C. could be that place where people can be, feel safe to bring the kids to watch a game. That's why I'm coming. Because, I mean, beautiful city, beautiful culture. We, we got to fix it up, man. Like I said, I love D.C., so um, I'm hoping this is a wake-up call. So um, moving on, we're going to talk about some Jordan Poole and how the pool party just has not started in D.C. yet. Uh, We have a potential trade package sending him to Chicago, so we're going to look at that next. But before we do tonight's episode is brought to you by ebay motors so our partners at ebay motors have teamed up with locked on fantasy basketball host josh lloyd to bring you some of the best fancy picks each week all season long whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire each week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster so let's see who josh has picked out for us this week on ebay's guarantee fit fancy picks of the week and there's some interesting names um Isaiah Hardenstein man man with with Mitch Robinson out eight to ten weeks Hardenstein is a guy I look to even you know he's going to get significant minutes man and definitely he's going to close the game on Monday so look at Isaiah Hardenstein uh Dante Exum the Mavs are stuck down with injuries and while that is the case Exum looks like a solid addition to your team on fantasy if you need that scoring boost uh one big name for me uh Keontae George out of Baylor uh, he had a big game on Monday. But if you look at his stat line, man, um, he is currently averaging 11 and a half points, three rebounds, five assists. So if you need some bench points and some assists off the um, the bench for you on your waiver wire, definitely consider Kenyante Jordan because he is lighting it up right now. And a couple more names, Oscar Thompson. Um, if Thompson is dropped, definitely go grab him. John say, because if you definitely need a couple guys on the waiver waiver wire, like I do, Lord, um, he is back in the starting lineup. And hopefully Monty Wings will realize <laughs> realize um his error of not giving him significant playing time. And finally, Jonathan Kuminga, a bit of a left field pick, but he is actually starting to um really look good. Um, last couple of games, man. He has looked really, really good. So definitely consider Jonathan Kuminga, especially in the rebound department. And blocks because he is the physical guy, so definitely look at him. But Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And the eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being the perfect fit, same with your vehicle. So definitely, definitely consider eBay Motors with over 122 million parts for your one number one ride or die. You can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED lights, roof rack, bumpers. Whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, man, look, you're burning rubber, not cash. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. And Lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day. The local experts of Locked On Plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Lockdown On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national 24-7 streaming channel. So, um, moving on, man. Um, there was a trade proposal, and I've seen this trade a few times, and it's very, very interesting trade. Um, And the trade proposal is this. Um, sending Jordan Poole to the Chicago Bulls for Lonzo Ball's contract and this year's Number one pick for the Chicago Bulls. So E, um, how are you feeling about that trade? You think that the number one pick in this year's draft for the Chicago Bulls is worth taking on Lonzo Ball's contract and offloading Jordan Poole's contract?
1: Uh it's a tough one, man, because yeah, it's it's unfortunate how the Jordan Poole situation has played out um this season so far. He just hasn't lived up to expectations. Uh wildly inconsistent. Uh we know we knew coming in he wasn't a great defender. But, um, you just some of the Shaq in the full moments, just not focused at some points. yeah, he's's he's been more focused as far as like looking at the playbook and looking at West until Juniors plays on the sidelines. just like body language has certainly improved um from what it was in the the first couple games of the season, but still very underwhelming. and uh, his trade value is going down. It's probably as low. It's like is it's, it's, it's pretty bad right now at this point. So um getting a first would be good you would probably have to take back a bad contract as far as uh, Lonzo Ball, a guy who hasn't played for, what, two years now? And and honestly, his career is really up in the air. Uh, I know the reports were that, you know, his big baller brand shoes didn't help his feet out at all or his ankles, <laughs> and that was a big part in him uh, not or his knee and him not being able to play the last two seasons. And uh, we know that him going back and forth with Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith said that Alonzo Ball could barely – he struggled to sit down and get back yeah. up, and Lanza Ball made a video, kind of going back and forth with uh, Stephen A. Smith. But it's like you know he still hasn't played in the last couple of years, which is very concerning. Um, but we know in the past that the Thunder would take on bad contracts and just to load up on picks, like they took on Al Horford's contract to get yeah. a, a pick. So they've done. We've seen the Thunder, you know, because Will Dawkins is a thunder disciple Um, same thing with michael winger both these guys came from the thunder so they that's a oklahoma city thunder way of doing thing way of a way of rebuilding now lonzo ball he's a free agent in 2025 he has a player option 24 25 so he actually doesn't have many years left on his contract that is a good thing uh of course he's going to pick up that player option for next year it's 21 million dollars so his contract's not it's not it's bad only because he uh is just has not been available. We don't even know if he's going to play next year. Next year is up in jeopardy, too. We, you know, he's been out so long. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Jordan Poole, it is it's almost to that point where they're going to be begging teams to pick up the phone and, and make a deal with him. That's just how low his trade value is. As far as, like, Kuzma, Kuzma's trade value I think is pretty solid at this point. But as far as Pool, yeah, it, it's, it's to the point where we're having this conversation right now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what can you really get for him? You know, he's – Jordan Poole is making about what? 28 million. Let me look at uh, Jordan Poole's contract real quick here. Uh so yeah, it's unfortunate to the point where you you yeah, 4 years 128 million dollars uh, for Jordan Poole, so Jordan Poole's gonna be making thirty one mil. He's gonna make it, Jordan Poole's gonna be making twenty nine mil in twenty four, the twenty four twenty five, thirty one mil in twenty five twenty six, thirty four mil in twenty six twenty seven. So he's not gonna be a free agent until twenty twenty, 20 seven. So yeah, Jordan Poole's is not attractive at all, especially the way that he's playing right now. So yeah, um, it's something to consider. I would look for a better deal than just Lonzo first, but in looking at the Bulls roster right now, they uh, they are trying to offload guys and get rid of players. They, you know, they do have Pat Williams. We talked about Pat Williams, so yeah, they, they don't really have anybody attractive other than. That. I do like the way Kobe White is playing. I think Kobe White is playing well, but I don't think the Bulls are going to trade him because he's he's playing really good ball right now. Yeah. So, um, I I I I I probably wouldn't take the trade right now, but it's something to consider around the trade deadline in February.
0: I'll say this, man. Um, right now I'm gonna say no. Closer to the deadline, I'm gonna say yes. Because once Chicago starts offloading some of these contracts like Vucevic, uh, Levine, uh, DeRozan, then they're slated to be a pretty bad team. So I'm going to say, yeah, because if you can add, I've I've been saying this, I said it last year's draft, and I'm going to say this going into this draft. I believe we need to go into the draft with another lottery pick. Because, again, if you can come out of this draft with a center and a point guard, I think we are a good place after the draft, especially with what we already have, which is long-term Bilal and Denny. You know, and we'll see about everybody else, but um, I think it's a good deal, you know. Because if you know, like you said, you're looking at a player option, you know. If I'm Lonzo, I'm 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 gonna enact that player option because I'm gonna get paid to sit at the house. Um, but even then, it's one year we're in a rebuild, so that 35 because I believe is uh his uh cap hit is 35 million. I mean, that for one year where we're not gonna be competitive, I'll take that because it's the first round pick. Because I mean, by moving Levine, by moving DeRozan. Vucevic, man, they're going to get some picks back. So, I think this is a good pick, man. You know, Chicago, after they make those moves, because I think they're going to eventually blow it up, man. You know, right now they're talking a lot of teams, seeing what the right fit is, but it behooves the Chicago Bulls to blow it up because they're kind of like where we were with Bradley Bill and KP. Like, you know, what are we doing? Like, we need to make a decision here. And I think they need to go ahead and push that reset button, man, like we did. Uh, So, yeah, I'm definitely making a move. Uh, Jordan, here's the thing, though. Like we've been saying – does I don't think it's a question of, do we say yes? Does the Chicago Bulls say yes? Because, mm-hmm. again, right now, Jordan Poole doesn't have a lot of value. And, you know, yeah, they might be rebuilding, but why would they want the headache? Like, you know, and I'm and just being real. I'm being 100. Like, why would they want the headache of Jordan Poole? Like, is the first-round pick really that amount to say, you know, that, that amount of compensation to deal with a guy who – has some maturing to do. Um, and I guess you can't really say change of scenery because he's been here like, like how many games, like 22 games. So it's not mm-hmm. so much of a change of scenery because he ain't been here one year. So um I think that we need to build his value up, but if the opportunity is there at the deadline, yes, absolutely. Because if you can go into this, again, going into this draft, man, if you have another pick, that is money, man, especially for a rebuilding team like the wizards.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So it, it has gotten to the point where you have to have the conversation. Uh, for sure. Lonzo Ball, you know, he, he's he's a solid player whenever he's healthy. He just has not been healthy for the last two to three years. It's unfortunate the way his career is going. Um, but yeah, no, I would definitely look at some other options, and uh, you, you're not going to get much at this point. I know there's not a lot of teams probably picking up the phone or really calling for Jordan Poole at this point. Maybe, a, you know, as a six-man coming off the bench, you're just like, you know, do you really want to give up a first-round pick for that? Yeah. Um, we I think we would be not, not lucky to get a first-round pick for Jordan Poole at this point, but we would be fortunate to yeah. get a first. It would, it would probably be like a three-team deal, kind of like what we got for Przingis where we ended up with Tyus in a second. That's kind of what I'm thinking right now you would get for Jordan Poole at this point um, because, you know, we got we traded Chris Paul and aging Chris Paul for Jordan Poole. So it would probably be something similar to that where – Lonzo Ball to the point where his knees and his his ankles are so bad to the point where he is kind of like he's a thirty year old veteran, you know, at at, yeah. at this point where it's just so many injuries he's suffered, you know, it's so unfortunate. So, um, but yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what Jordan because I we are we know we've come to the conclusion Jordan Pool is not going to be here next year. Yeah, so nah. we I'm intrigued to see Will Dawkins and Michael Winger's Travis Lane. They have a lot on their hands, man. They got a lot of work to do with some of these guys and making deals, man. They they got their hands full with making the deal for Jordan Poole for sure.
0: Yeah, they got a monumental task. I'm just saying. Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and slide into the preview for tomorrow night's nice game at home versus the New Orleans Pelicans. But before we do, Ed's going to holler at us about game time tonight.
1: Yes, sir. Today's episode is brought to you by... Game time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all on prices views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Last-minute tickets, flash deals, and zone deals as well. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour before it starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats, find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy theater, and even more. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. It's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A.
0: Absolutely, so uh, before we roll tonight, we're going to do a preview for tomorrow night's game against the New Orleans Pelicans. So, um, uh, let look at the time, man. We're getting a little close, so um, going out, man. Um, what matchup are you looking forward to tomorrow night? Now, looking at the depth chart real quick, I mean, Zion Williamson is day to day, so we'll see is a game time decision on him. But I mean, Valentine's man, again, a Wizards killer. Um, right now, they got Herb Jones that small forward, Brandon Ingram playing the two, which I don't really understand that. I would have him on the wing, but that's another conversation. But and CJ McCollum at point guard. So, what matchup are you looking forward to tomorrow night?
1: Um, definitely whoever's guarding Zion and Brandon Ingram. They they have a lot yeah. of guys. They have a deep team. Um, CJ McCollum as well. So they got a deep team. So like who who's going to be guarding Zion? Is going to be Denny. Denny did a remember when Denny did a good job on Brandon Ingram a couple years ago. So can he do that again? Uh, Like he did two, two seasons ago, but yeah, whoever's going Zion, that's going to be a tough task. He just came off a big game. Uh, He was called out, you know, media was calling him fat. They've been calling him fat forever, but um, he didn't play well in the end season tournament. He had, he had a couple stinkers where he didn't play well. He didn't look focused. Uh, He definitely looked focused the other game uh, last night that they played. And uh, you know, is Gaffer going to play? He's still questionable, but Zion is, is questionable as well. So he, he may not even play. Um, but, yeah, I, I would definitely say those matchups right there. Really just Ingram. And, uh, of course, you got to look at the bigs. Valentunas is a guy that certainly has hurt the Wizards his fair share of his career. He's gotten easy double-doubles. If Gaffer plays or if not, it's, it's still going to be pro- – it probably will be a double-double for uh, Giannis Valentunas. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, the Pelicans just beat the Timberwolves 121-107. The Rules are a pretty good team. I mean, they're 17-5, so they just beat a legitimate uh, playoff team. Uh, um, and what is yeah, the Zion had 36? He went 13 for 17 from the field, 10 for 12 from the free throw line. So, I could certainly see him do that again. Brandon Ingram had 20. The Valentine's had 14 of 13, and uh, I could see him easily getting a double double. Season McComb had 23. Trey Murphy, the third, who uh was in the same draft as Corey Kisper, he had 10 points off the bench. So, they're a deep team. Herbert Jones, he's he's scrappy. He had seven rebounds, I mean, he had 10 rebounds, five assists, and seven points. So uh, this could this has blowout potential, man. This is another game where it could be a blowout. This could be a game again where they're waving a white flag. Cause this is a this is a bad matchup for the Wizards. The the Pelicans are yeah. a physical team. Zion is a physical player, Valanciunas is a physical player. Uh Ingram can shoot and score. McCollum can shoot and score and get to the basket. Trey Murphy can come off the bench and shoot the three. Uh even Dyson uh, Daniels, who uh yeah. a lot of Wizards fans wanted to draft. He's a versatile player. So Jordan Hawkins, who's from the DMV, he can shoot the he can shoot the three really well, really well. Alvarado scrappy. Yeah, this is a really bad matchup for Wizards. Yeah.
0: This
1: is not good.
0: No. I mean, you no can say bu- it about
1: every team, but this is not a good matchup
0: for Wizards. Nah, no bueno. <laughs> not good. <laughs> um I guess I think that this is definitely a game where Weston N Jr. can kind of mix the match, make it a tall lineup. Um, maybe consider seeing what Bilal Kulabale can do with the two. You know and, go, and make it a tall lineup. Um, that's where I'm at. You know, Gafford at the five Kuz, Denny, see what black could do with the two, and start Jordan Pool point guard. Because I think you know, one of the things with the season being, I'm not gonna call it the first year of the rebuild, it's a transitional year, but um mix and match, man. You know, that's why I said I'm gonna see a lot more of that from West Until man. You mix and match, game plan. You know, don't roll out the same lineup every game. You know, the game plan. Because if you look at her starting five, it's a tall lineup, man. I mean Herb Jones is six seven. Brandon Ingram is up there. I mean, CJ McCollum is 6'3, so he's around your average. I mean, but really, you know, still got a little size for a point guard. But, you know, I mean, Zion, he's a beast. So that, that I mean, that's going to be interesting to see who they roll out against Zion, man, because he's just such a beast. And then Valachunas, man, he always cooks us. So that's definitely going to be a big matchup for Gaff, man, because Valachunas is a guy who can cut, he can spread the floor. And then you sit out there and he can hit threes. So he's definitely going to lure Gaff out of the paint. So right? to me they're going to attack the paint which i would because we're a bad rebounding team we can't guard the paint so you know i think the game plan is if i was the pelicans i would lure gaff out definitely keep him around the perimeter and eat up the paint but yeah i'm definitely think this is a game where see what can can do starting at the two you know give jordan Poole the ball for point guard for this game and see what he can do push space and see what we can do but this is an ugly game for this for us man <laughs> i mean i don't mm-hmm. see us winning this i mean new orleans man they're looking solid I mean, I think they, they look so good without Zion that I think he may be a dark horse to get moved at the deadline. Because I mean, if you look at the squad, because Zion, we know what his issues are, can't put the fork down. Um, he you know he's he's been put on notice <laughs> you know this year, <laughs> saying that you know you need to get in shape or you know I think that they have to they have to sell low. I, in my opinion, I think this is the perfect opportunity to move Zion because look at look at their starting five: McCollum, Ingram, Jones. They got a nice squad, so yeah, I'm gonna say this is a loss, man. But I don't want to see Bilal at two guard, so that's where I'm at with it.
1: Yeah, and uh, McCollum, he just came off the, uh, came back from a collapsed lung. Yeah, uh, Zion, you know, he's had his struggles with you know um, diet and whatnot, and he had the whole thing with the, uh, his some off the court things that I won't get into with you know some women and some <laughs> ladies for sure, um, but we'll keep it basketball for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, as far as Bilal, yeah, I want to see him, you know, match up against Zion. I think that would be an interesting matchup because Zion has about 100 pounds on, on Bilal. Yeah, So I know Zion's going to try to post him up and take him to the basket for sure. Denny, how is he going to defend Zion? That's going to be huge safety with Brandon Ingram. Um, but yeah, it's just ball movement, doing their best to rebound, keep these guys off the board, play with some physicality. Yeah, um, Even if Gallo's in their Mascala, just play with some physicality. play Physicality, play with some toughness. Do your best to rebound the ball because they they certainly will try to uh, put push push the wizards around and get them off of the boards, put backs and all kinds of stuff. So um yeah, this game is gonna be about toughness and physicality, which is is is, is a tough, tough matchup for the wizards. Um they get to the free throw line a lot uh, because of Zion for sure. right now, the Pelicans, they're like top ten in free throw attempts. same thing as with the with the sixers. Yeah, they're fourth in free throw attempts, with 25th in free throw percentage. So, defending without foul is going to be huge. Uh, walling up a Zion, I do remember when Gafford blocked Zion. He's he blocked Zion twice. Uh, Z- uh, Gafford's first year here, yeah. And um, let's see if he can keep it up and do that. So th- that's that's just the big thing for me. Tyus has to play well. Um, we'll see if Johnny Davis is back, Shamet and some other guys. They're they're not going to you know. Push the Wizards to win, but I do want to see Shemet. Shemet helps. He does. He, he makes them a little bit more competitive. So I do want to see some guys get healthy. Shemet, Johnny, Gaffer. We'll see if he plays. So um, just try to keep this competitive and Denny and Bilal improve. That's, that's all of the things I'm looking for.
0: Yeah, same here, man. So we're going to go here and roll tonight. Definitely appreciate it, everybody. Um, tomorrow night at seven o'clock, the Washington Wizards are hosting the New Orleans Pelicans. And for you betters out there, the Pelicans are seven and a half favorites to win i kind of see that happen <laughs> so again um again for you betters man Valachunas rebounds definitely take a look because um he's definitely gonna feast in dc tomorrow night so again appreciate you guys man um wherever you get your podcast five star review is much appreciated and on the youtube side man like subscribe definitely if you're not a member of locked on wizards man definitely consider joining us man we got a lot of good, good content rolling your way we might be rebuilding man but we still chopping it up over here at locked on wizards so again appreciate everybody man we will d- be doing a live recap tomorrow night following the wizards matchup versus the new orleans pelicans so definitely tune in and we're gonna be answering questions and having the ball man so appreciate everybody hail to the wizards and peace see everybody tomorrow night